here we go. Finally, the wait is over. And in, you know, instead of talking about scandal, we can get to what we do best, and that's losing money. Hello, Joel Kane and Sean the Trader. Speak, speak, speak for yourself there, Dan. Uh, it's lovely to be in the same room. And we have a new name. We, the, it's official. We have a new name. Get them on side, sir. Get them on side, the NRL podcast. You like it? I don't mind the name, but can I question the process? Talk to me. So uh, the, a big email was sent, mm. right, on the Sportsbet email group. Yes. Uh, was it you that sent it? Someone said it had all these names. Yes. All right, and, and I'm terrible with show names, so there's not much I can add. Anyway, I added two options, which weren't particularly great, and I'm not saying they should have been the name of the show. One mm. was called, I think, The Magic Sponge, and yeah, one was yeah. called The Hospital Pass. I'm happy. Terrible. But as soon as I hit send... They were your options. Yeah, that might option, but I was happy with anything. Yeah, I didn't yeah, care. Yeah. But here's the point. Here's the point. So I get that, that big sweeping email, yeah, yeah. and then I, I respond, I think reasonably quickly, with Magic Sponge and Hospital Pass. Did you six hours reasonably quickly? No, I wouldn't no. have thought so. Was it that long? Six to go play on. That was one of the names too, by the way. Um, and the immediate response within 30 seconds... Oh, the process is over. We've already picked a name. <laughs> well, what the bloody hell? That's how we work. That's how we work at Sportsbet. Hey, can I talk about another process? Like, honestly, Dan. Uh oh. We're setting up for this podcast. His new nickname's McIvy. So, have you seen the carry I've on? Never and all seen these so little... much carry on since. J-Lo. I just want to sit down with a microphone. No, no, no. Shorty, I'm the eldest no, of six, right? No. And you just got to fit in and do what you're told. <laughs> Only child Dan here. Oh, the. Particular, well, well, you're told a lie off the off the top. You said let's stand. We're gonna we're talking here for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, what, was, don't you want to be comfortable? I was and happy have a to chip? stand. I was happy to stand. Oh, Is my earpiece? Thank you, in? Mother- have you got an earpiece in, Sean? I don't. No. Have I got an earpiece? No, in? no you don't. No, because no. you know what I do. Were you on time, Joel? Sean? I was on time. Yeah, in fact, I was oh, early. Oh, hang on, hang on. There's a, a on the WhatsApp. You sent a message at ten oh four. That doesn't sound like it was on time to me. No, no. Well, I got here and there was some there was a misunderstanding at the front desk. Apparently, no one knew who I was, which you know I don't blame him either. Mate, he's getting his windows done <laughs> in this unit complex, right, where everyone's conforming and chipping in, oh, here but we they've go. been held up because Dan has to be there when the workers are there. Well, I'm sorry, I don't trust which... strangers in my apartment. What have we got to hide? Hey, what do you got to hide? Uh, I've got heaps of money. <laughs> I've got a computer. I've got all my personal information there. Do you let strangers just waddle in and uh, do what they want in your apartment, no. unfettered? <coughs> no, so you're a nil boy. You'd never be air and Airbnb. Is that what it's called? Airbnb. You'd never do that, would you? Not with my own apartment. No, probably not. You know, there's a. My mum was telling me about it. There's a, there's an app or some kind of thing where uh, people will just house it. So if you're going away and you need your mm. dog fed or your cat fed, they'll just go and land in your house and they just gypsy around doing that. Yeah. That wouldn't be your go, Dan. Uh, well, I wouldn't let people in my place. No. I, I'd be happy to go and sit in someone's luxury place. <laughs> yeah. I'd be happy to do that because I can sit on the couch and do nothing as, as well as anyone. You're reading the papers today. The, um, the squatters, this multi-million dollar house, they'd gone away, uh, the couple for a while, and these young punks just decided to make it home. <laughs> so what happens is the plumber turns up and what are you blokes doing here? No, we're just mining the house for the Smiths. He goes, the Smiths don't own this house. Mm. Off they go. Knives left and everything. Yeah, drama. Wow. Wasn't there a place about three months ago uh, this bloke realised that the old lady had died or something and there was a family dispute so so the house was laying dormant so he squatted for 12 years and claimed it and he won the property. Bullshit. 
I'm not kidding. And fair play to, to him as well. He put in the hard work. He painted it. He decorated <laughs> oh, it. He mowed, he mowed the lawns every, you know, oh, mate, you, twice a month. Can I do repairs in your place? Your place <laughs> is there for the taking. Joel, speaking of diva, I'm looking here at a... Uh, iPhone case, yeah. and look, I'm going to go down a path here. You're going to tell me this is a very special family heirloom or something. <laughs> but you've got a bloody protective case with the name Joel printed in. Yeah, mate, listen. Father's Day. Uh, I knew it. What, I knew what, 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 what are you supposed to do? you just got to, you know, you just got to conform. Speaking of which, the little bugger again. Oh, don't blame the kids. No, the youngest don't one. Don't blame the kids for uh, this. Actually, I'm about to throw this cover off because he finds it very humorous, the young one. He's seven. He's got this iPad with the most annoying ringtone, not ringtone alarm. So he sneaks in now. He finds it very funny in the middle of the night because he wakes up sometimes in the middle of the night and he hides his iPad mm. in our bedroom and sets it for about 3.30 in the morning, the alarm. So we're lying in bed. And what a very, shit. Very clever. I like it. I encourage that sort of behaviour. Keep it up. And the wifey, I did say, I know she can hear it. <laughs> she just lays there pretending she can't hear anything. Up I go. What sort of kids are you raising? Yeah, I don't, I don't. Anyway, <laughs> let, let, anyway, let's talk some footy. Uh, oh, by the way, Dan, uh, the uh, private comp for million dollar tipping. Yes. You join that, take us on, but also you're part of the regular comp, which is ten thousand dollars up in uh, prizes every week, weekly prizes. So okay. uh, five nine four five one, five nine four five one to join our private comp and look. Was I signed into that? I think I was. What's your uh, name on the thing? Dan. 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 That's my name on the thing. Dan the Diva. I'm very tired. I've got to apologise. That's why I'm a bit snippy. I spent about four hours last night putting my super coach team together. Yes, I'm one of those people. Um, But can I just get this off my chest? Also, another. I've got all these workers and... I've made myself life a lot more difficult because the person that was supposed to go and take off the, the shutters off my bloody window, because if you're getting your windows replaced, which is not my choice, it's a bloody strata thing, and I think it's a giant rip-off. <laughs> but they make you take the bloody... They make you take the shutters off. And they said, oh, we'll bring our own person. We'll charge, but we'll bring our own person. Anyway, I'm trying to organise a time with this bloke. And he wanted all the money up front. And I said, what am I going to jip you? He goes, no, that's, that's my policy, champ. And as soon as he oh, said, champ. Oh, he, champ su- he champed me. Oh. So, off you go, pal. <laughs> <laughs> off you go. Hung up on him. I've spent the last, so the w- wonderful week I had away yeah. was basically half the time I spent on the phone trying to track down someone to do this job for me, <laughs> just so I wouldn't give that prick the satisfaction <laughs> of, of, of 600 bucks. And, and, and I cannot wait to bump into him now and just let him know that, his use of the word champ has cost him $600. He can, now, hold, does, it, he can hold a grudge. Does that, oh, make, <laughs> can hold a grudge does that make me a diva? Well, yes. Um, Don't you, tell me you're not me proud the, of, you know of that what? stance against the a word, word champ. Uh, no, I do like that. I, I love that. There's a word that's crept in rugby league circles, and I hate the word. Pal. <laughs> is, it, is it a condescending... It's, it's the most condescending Pretend term of endearment. You oh, can, you no, can, you champ can... over nah, no, champ no, no, pal. pal. Nah, well, they're in the same ballpark. I've got, <laughs> yeah, I've got fan. pal over champ. Both of them, they're in the, they're both in the bin. What about now? I regretted you with buddy. Now I immediately apologised because uh, I think that comes off. That could be no, nah, buddy. 50, I'm okay. 50. I'm okay, buddy. Okay, yeah, all right. Just don't do it again. So champ. <laughs> Well, you gave me the, pal. Call your head in, pal. You gave me the eyes there. So, we, okay. People can tweet in, champ and pal. We've stricken from the lexicon. Yeah. Uh, any other words? All right, let's go here, shall we, gents? Um, 
do we uh, now? How are we going to do this this year? Because uh, we've got we're going to do the head to, the at the line, and we're going to keep score uh, like we've done over the last yeah. few years. We've renewed a contract with the official scorer Jarv. He's back for another year, so we need to keep tipping at the line. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good, Jarv's back. Yeah, Jarv's <laughs> he's extended his contract, so welcome back, Jarv. Um, but we always had a dispute. Every week we'd have a dispute. I'd keep score, he'd keep score. He was invariably right, but um... that's why that's why we've extended his contract. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just shit on me, Dave. <laughs> well, what is this T-shirt you wear, oh, by the way? Do the mountain. Have you seen the ads? I have. How, how good are they? Have you seen the ads? I haven't yet. So basically, <clears throat> the research was that blokes thrive when they're doing stuff all. We love doing stuff all. That was me on Saturday. I was doing stuff all. Mm. And so all these ads in the past, it's, you know, just do it, do the mountain. Everything's just do, do, do. Even going back to the solo days, you know, the can of solo. So sports better saying, let's do, but do less. So <laughs> this one's do the mountain. Uh, carry the fridge is another one. Carry the fridge. They're great ads. What well does done. carry the fridge mean? <clears throat> carry the fridge. It's this ad where this bloke's carrying the fridge, you know. like. But we're saying do less, you know. Do less. Can I get one of those T-shirts when I go to Bathurst? Yeah. Do the mountain. Do the mountain. <laughs> That's what you should have them all. But people won't know that it's even referring to the ad. They just think, do the mountain. Do the mountain. And one of my best bets will relate to the mountain, the foot of the mountain. Oh, yes. okay. Wow. Well, yeah. here we go. Let's go, eh? Um, let's start with uh, the Thursday night game. These odds are accurate at about 10 o'clock Wednesday morning. So they may just be tweaked by a notch or two by the time you get this. Melbourne versus Brisbane. Great season opener. $1.62 the Storm. Brisbane $2.25. The line is minus three and a half. The Storm, we know the record, 16 in a row in round one that they've won. Uh, And... Their record over Brisbane is extraordinary. Fifteen of their yeah. last seventeen they've won. Joel, I tend to think that is a little more important. Is that Fifteen over seventeen. Isn't that incredible? Well, but and the two Broncos wins are at Amy Park. Um, but I tend to think we can read more into that than perhaps the sixteen in a row in round one. Yeah, and I mentioned the stat last week. Craig Bellamy, like we spoke about how last year was it three sixty points or something, Robinson's Roosters conceded. Bellamy averages less than that over 12 or 13 years. Mm. So I'm reluctantly taking Bellamy on. I mm. just, I'm in love with Seabold, uh, the way he coaches. They did start slow. They did take a while last year, South mm. Sydney, to respond to how he coaches. And by gee, it clicked. But I think, I think the Broncos will start well. I think they're a major, major premiership threat. I think the $2.35, which is coming to $2.25, <coughs> is a bit more like it. Three and a half start Broncos. I've just got to be on them, Dan. All right. So, uh, Broncos to win the season opener for Joel. What about you, Shawnee? The more and more I look at this um, Storm team, the, the more I kind of fall in love with it. And, it. and it all comes back to that, what you just spoke about. The coach, he's just a freak, and he somehow just keeps getting them up and up and up. And I know they've lost Billy Slater. It's what everyone's talking about. But you just look at this team. It's so even everywhere. They've still got the best hooker in the world. Cameron Munster's like a you know out-and-out superstar now. Um, I don't think there's much between these two teams. If they're playing in a neutral venue, it's, a, it's probably a toss-the-coin game. So I think you've only got um, the Amy Park advantage on Melbourne's side here. What it's worth is, you know, it's a matter of opinion. But... I don't mind that three and a half start. You get the, you know, you get the try on your side. Mm. So it, it's only for that reason. Like there's, there's nothing between these two teams, in my opinion. 
but it's just that that Amy Park factor. You're getting a nice little. You, you get the number four on side. Billy Slater's going to be there. He's getting the grandstand named after him. Yep. The crowd could be up. You're not going to have many tries this this time. No, um, but Melbourne Storm minus three and a half just for me. But it's going to be an absolute cracking game. Can't wait for it. What is the number, boys, that you look at in terms of uh, start? Is it three and a half or is it, say, one and a half when you go, uh, the start actually doesn't matter here in mm. terms of the what? Whoever I think's going to win is who, who I'm just taking against the line. Is it one and a half, three and a half? So you, what, are you, what are you saying? Like you've just backed the head-to-head as opposed to the line? Uh, well, or? essentially, you go, right, because you like Melbourne Storm. Mm. Is three and a half sort of too low a number where you go, mm, you know what, I think they're going to win. They'll almost certainly cover that if... Yeah. Uh, it's really dependent on like if, if I'm expecting it to be a bit of a throw around a lot of points of the game, then I'll you know, you probably lean towards back in the minus. But if it's gonna be a tight sort of grinding affair, which I don't actually think this one no. will be. On on paper this this game probably looks like a, a bit of an arm wrestle, but I don't know, the the way the storms sort of play these days with their outside backs, they do mm. score a few points. So I'd probably look at the total. If it's a really low total and, and it's wet or whatever, then I'd probably just back them sure. head to head. Forty two and a half is the over under. Joel, they didn't go with Sean O'Sullivan. They've gone tried and true, the Broncos. Milford Nicarima as the yeah. uh, halves combination. Jack Bird looks fit. Matt Gillard is back. Uh, he'll wear the number 13, but a pretty familiar-looking side. Melbourne, very familiar, really, just Jerome Hughes at fullback in, in Billy's role. Obviously, a significant change there. Uh, would you say it's fair to say last year South Sydney had a big lean on the left? Would you say that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I watched the trial form for the Broncos exactly the same. So Seabold's taken that to the Broncos. You know who the big beneficiary out of all that was? Alex Glenn. Ah. Alex Glenn carved up the Titans, these short balls from Nicarima, these longer balls from Nicarima, these balls inside for Nicarima. I think he scored three tries on the left against the Titans. If I'm having a bet in this match, I'm backing Alex Glenn five bucks to score at any stage of the match. Wow. Five dollars. And let me tell you, he'll be given every chance. There's a few little party tricks that Nick Arima was coming up with Glenn just on his left-hand side. So I love that. Five dollars for Alex Glenn. Keep your paws off it, Sean. Leave him at five dollars for the punters. Love it. (laughs) Um, Also should uh, mention the six-up promotion. How does this work? Leading at six by six or more at half time, it's pretty simple. Yeah. So if you if you're up by six or more, as I said at half time, we're paid out. So you you can now, you can relax in the co- second half. According to my figures, there were 24 occasions last year where a team was six or more up at the break and lost. Yes. So mm. that's basically one one a week. You're yep. going to get your money back when you don't deserve it. That's the sports bet. Uh, uh, policy, that's a good one. You're yeah. keeping that for a few weeks or all year, or how's that one working? Yeah, for the for the foreseeable future, it'll be on. Excellent. So just, just keep coming back. I see some of the others <coughs> copying it. My God. So Dan, they, they... Amazing sports come up with these ideas, and you just see the other ones pinch them. Anyway. Oh, can... yeah. So they're forecasting about uh, two-thirds of matches will be paid out by halftime. Mm. <laughs> so... Great stuff. There you go. Let's And I'm, I've got Brisbane three and a half. I'm taking the start. I'm with you, Joel. I'm... I'm I'm sold on the Broncos, and I'm not certain about Melbourne. Um, Billy gives them tries, gives them try assists, gives them line dropouts, gives them defense. He's so wonderful defensively mm-hmm. in, in structure and getting them all lined up. Uh, I'm I'm sold on the Broncos. So just one I'll more thing on that g- game, Dan. One thing that it's probably ridiculous that I'm even thinking this, but I am nervous about the mood of Smith. So. It took him a long time to sign that contract. Is he getting a bit old and cranky? And also the blow up about the, you know, the 
the salary cap and do they get their premierships back? And I don't understand all this. Is he getting a bit cranky and Cameron Smith? It's um, it was a strange. Now he was asked the questions. Is he, he happy? Is what I'm saying. And and if he's not happy, does he play his best football, Cameron Smith? Look, he's a he's a pretty um, smart bloke, Cameron Smith. So I'm sure there's some not ulterior motive, but he's doing it for some reason, whether it's to throw someone off, move the focus off mm. someone or something. You know, he's been around long enough to to know what he's doing. I'm not sure it's going to affect his game. Yeah, yeah he all. was asked about it. Um, because I was the same thing. What are you bringing this up now for? But he was at the launch, and someone asked mm. him, and he, he he said, "Look, if Cronulla, you know, weren't taking their premierships taken off them, we should." They were caught nearly four million over, <laughs> so it's hard to make a justification. <laughs> I just um, it's amazing that those guys have somehow come across as martyrs. Yeah, they were. There were two contracts for some players. People had boats and big screen TVs that were clearly. I mean, I don't care how dumb you can, you know, you may be as a footballer. You know, if you're getting that stuff under the table, you know, it's you're breaking some sort of rule. Mm. Anyway, um, hello to our Melbourne uh, fans. <laughs> Good goodbye. <laughs> Let's go to Newcastle Cronulla Friday six p.m. Uh, I put it to you, this will be the best six p.m. Friday game all year. Uh, it's a cracker. Dollar uh, ninety each of two here. Uh, last I saw. Uh, the line is a bit different. Uh, you can minus one and a half Newcastle gets you a dollar eighty-two. Plus one and a half for Cronulla gets you two dollars. Um, but we're just going to take the head-to-head here because they are um, the same odds here. Uh, Ponga and Pierce, obviously the the big feature for the Knights as halves. Connor Watson at fullback. Cronulla, we see Josh Morris play for them for the first time. Obviously, Sean Johnson, a kid called Britton Nikora. Straight to the starting side, and Joel, you must have... Well, I, I don't want to be graphic here, but you would have been very excited about Blake Braley finally putting yeah. into the first-grade team. And uh, unusual circumstance where his brother is the one in front of him at number nine. So he'll had some spark. He's super quick, Blake Braley. I love Britton Nakora as well. Uh, he's come through that same age group, plays an edge-type player, young Kiwi player, terrific player. I don't understand this, gents. I, I no. Sometimes things are a trap when they seem too obvious. The Sharks have owned... If there's been a team who's owned a team, the Sharks have owned the Knights. They've pumped them, pumped them, pumped them many, many times. Last year, the Knights conceded over 600 points. I know they've got some ins, but I'm just the Sharks. They are a tough, tough team. For feeder, did you see him in the All-Stars game? He was amazing. He's fit, ready to go. Mm. Young Morris is a gun coach. Look, I'm just oh, sharks. Yeah, well, hang on. Do we know that? No, we do know that. You, 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 you he hasn't s- coached a game yet. No, but you, you can. From what you hear, of these youngsters coming through, everyone speaks about how well this man coaches. Oh, no to, one ever says that speak, they can't coach. They're no. trying to get a spot in the team, Joel. <laughs> I'm telling you, this bloke. I just hope he hasn't done a Steve Price and taken the reins of a team in a bad time. But the Sharkies, for mine, they pumped the Knights in a trial. Were the Knights foxing? How stupid uh, that the, the, they're playing trials against each other. Penrith and Parramatta Why? do the same thing. What are you doing? Chad Townsend was on Bill and Boz last night, and he said, oh, I think it's because they booked the trials before the draw came out. Well, it's not hard to... Tra- you know what? Penrith, Parramatta, Cronulla, Newcastle, you do a switcheroo. Can it be that bloody hard? Oh, I just couldn't understand that. But So anyway, they pump the Knights. I can't have this Knights team. I'll tell you one thing. I love Brownie, and I love him as a coach, but he is definitely an attacking coach. He's yes. been a coach for 15 years, and I think once is conceded less than 400 as a coach, right? 
Defence is what you need. They had 600 last last uh, year against them, the Knights. Sharks are tough. Don't forget the Sharks. They won as many games last year in the regular season as the Roosters. Mm-hmm. Why is everyone panning the Sharks so much? Enter Sean Johnson. Yes, you lose Holmes. Sean, talk to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I do agree to an extent. I'm not as bullish um, as you about this game. It looks a, <laughs> looks a very tricky game to work out, as the odds would suggest, and the punters don't know either. Money split uh, 50-50, as you'd imagine, at a dollar ninety each or two. Um, look, I think the Knights, they're going to be better this year than they have been, just based on their recruits and things. But I've, still, I've just got question marks about um, some of the changes, and it might take a few weeks for it to get firing. Connor Watson at fullback. I don't know if that's his position. I'm not sure anyone else does either. Ponga, I'll say it. He's a mega gun and I love him. But at six, it might take some time to get used to it. It's a new combination. They're still very shaky in the outside backs. Sean Kenny down, Edric Lee, mm-hmm. defending on your edges is a huge concern for me. Um, and issue at number nine. So I've got a lot of concerns. Having said that, you know... The, I'm not that sold on the on the Sharks lineup either. Um, it is in Newcastle. Um, I will lean towards the Sharks in this one, but once again, very very cautiously. As a trader, and you set all the price of sports bet, Sean. It's a brilliant home ground. Do they have when you're setting lines and things like that? Mm. Does the Knights' home ground have a bigger sway than say other home grounds? Um, well, it's it's all dependent on who they're playing. So playing another or a team from Sydney. It's obviously not as much as someone travelling from Melbourne or New Zealand or whatever. But if you just take the New South Wales teams as a whole, they've got probably the biggest advantage yeah. there, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, so they've won their last eight against the Knights by an average margin of 35 to 12. Uh, they've lost their last five opening round matches. There you go. There's a stat. Um, in fact, they've lost their round one in eight of the last nine years. They are slow starters. Uh, the Knights... Now, here's... A quirky stat. I won't even say this is something you should read into, but they've lost one round one home game once. But they've lost one uh, in, since 2001. So there you go. They tend to get... So we all go on about old boys day for the Knights, that, oh, they, they never lose, which is a fallacy. They, they sometimes lose. Uh, last home game of the year. First home game of the year. Pretty good record as well when it's in round one. But Cronulla for me all day. I, I like first round, gents. It's a very hard round to bet. I like betting what I know. Yep. And we... Well, I know Sean Johnson's a bit of a mystery how that's going to work, but I think we know what we're going to get with the Sharks. Yep. So we're all on the same page. Cronulla. Cronulla, Cronulla. Over under 41 and a half. Weather aside, that seems a bit thin, doesn't it? Mm, well, we just don't know how this new look Knights team is going to is going to play. I'm not I'm not as convinced they'll be as, as flashy as they have mm. been in the past. But Joel, Joel's got an opinion about the coaching style of um, of Nathan Brown. So if it is if it is attack, 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 then... It does look a bit skinny, Dan. Uh, let's go to Roosters South. This is the big Friday night game at the Cricket Ground. Dollar uh, sixty-two. The Roosters South two dollars twenty-five. I'm guessing that came in, Sean, after the Charity Shield uh, because that South were very impressive and it was on TV. The start now. What have you got here as the line? The line I had minus four, but that usually goes one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, we've doesn't got it? we've got four. I I think. South might get a little bit of business here, so okay. we might settle on um, on minus three and a half for the sake of um, our little tipping okay. comp. Well, the Roosters, it's the team we've come to know and love, but with Brett Morris in South Sydney, interesting looking team, uh, Joel, because Johnston's at the back, Inglis, who we're not sure is going to play, is in the centres. Braden Burns is the other centre. 
You've got Tavita Totola starting as front rower. George Burgess is suspended. Um, Ethan Lowe will make his South debut uh, off the bench. And Corey Allen, this young gun, has been named at number 17, which is an odd place to put him. Well, somebody tweeted me pretty much indicating that Inglis was very, very doubtful. So, look, I'm just... I'm not confident in this game. I've just got to stay with the champs. Mm-hmm. They won with a leg in their ear last year. They they kept uh, the bunny scoreless, didn't they, in that game? So I've just got to be on the roosters. Um, yeah, it's a it's a very very tricky game. And if if the roosters are carrying the form that they had at the end of last year, um, you know, then they should do this easy. They did start the year relatively slowly last year, so I can't really ignore the points on offer um, for South. So I, I do. I do rate this South team, you know, mm. maybe a little bit higher than, than everyone else. Um, but I just think they're very well balanced. Um, you've still got Adam Reynolds there at halfback. Damien Cook, who I think is probably the, you know, the number one um, hooker in the game. Um, doubts on Angus Crichton. So Mitchell, Mitchell Alberson's been named in the back row for, for the Roosters. I know he's, he's, he's versatile and whatever, but they do lose something in Crichton. Yeah, not, not with a, lot, a great deal of confidence, but... I'm going to take points on offer in all, round one. All right. Uh, Roosters won five of their last six against Souths. Um, Bennett and Robinson, seven games all in the head-to-head. Not that that means a hell of a lot. Souths faded badly last year. It's kind of got hidden, but they lost five of their last seven. So they had that big winning streak mm-hmm. in the middle, and then it sort of uh, uh, fell apart. Now, Bennett, what about this for an odd quirky stat? When Bennett changes clubs... 2009, Dragons lost the first round. Ended up finishing 17 and 7. Newcastle 2012, lost the first round. Brisbane 2015, lost the first round. Ended up making the grand final. Wow. So, um, there you go. I don't know what we read into that. They've won six of their last seven at the SCG South. They tend to play there most years. Now, the Roosters, who will be playing there a lot this year, we think, um, if the ground holds up, haven't played there since 2010. Okay, let me ask you this. Wayne Bennett's coaching style, would you say it's closer to Seabold's coaching style or Maguire's coaching style? Well, that's a, well, Maguire is militant. You wouldn't think Bennett was that way, would well, you? Well, I reckon he's more conservative these days, Wayne. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is that, you know, Seabold got the reins of a team who had largely unchanged and just took the shackles off. Now, the main people who benefited from that was Cook and on the left, Cody Walker. Right, And these are two players who were just humming along in their careers, not breaking any records. Bang, out they come. Cook's now the incumbent number nine for Australia. I am a little bit concerned that if this game plan changes too much, does it dramatically impair the games of those two blokes? Did you I, Look, it's a trial game, but the Charity Shield, they look like they were basically the same team as last year. They were free-flowing. Cody Walker was wheeling and dealing. Yep. They all look like they basically picked up from where they left off. Yeah, like Wayne, I think Wayne Bennett's been around um, long enough and he's smart enough to, to know. I don't think he's got a coaching style that's just hard and fast no matter what 17 you've put in front of him. That's how he plays, like mm. like a Des Hazel say. Um, I th- Fair call. He had McCulloch last year, who's yeah, not the cook. So exactly, yeah, yeah. I think I think he'll play to his strength. So I'd, I'd, I'd be shocked if you didn't see Cook running as often or if not more than he has in the past. Well, you think past it might be... You think he's close to past it, don't you? Well, my father-in-law played under the late Jack Gibson, the great Jack Gibson, and the feel was there. He, we all know how good and great Jack Gibson was, but 
was he a year too long at the Sharks, perhaps? Mm. And that's a general feel. You know, he had a decorated, terrific career, mm. better than pretty much everyone. So, the, the, you know, time doesn't discriminate, does it? No, Father Time, what did I say? It's undefeated. Undefeated. So, we will see. Uh, all right, that's a good game, though. Um, let's go to Saturday. Maybe not such a quality game, but interesting nonetheless. Warriors-Canterbury. $1.55, the Warriors. Canterbury, $2.40. We know the horrors Canterbury have had. The Warriors, an interesting-looking team. Adam Kieran and Blake Green are the halves. No Isaac Luke. So Nate Roach goes in at number nine. And no Isaiah Papalit. Drink driving. God, these bloody footballers. Um, so Lachlan Burr, I think he was in the Canterbury system for a while, mm. maybe a bit of Canberra as well. He's the starting lock. The rest of the team looks pretty familiar. Canterbury, interesting decisions, Joel. They didn't put your man yeah, Nick Meany at fullback, so Hopawati at fullback. The centres, Holland and Montoya. Montoya was torched last year defensively at times for Canterbury. Crichton and Remus Smith on the wings. Foran and Lewis, who I don't think played together last year. I don't think they did because Lewis played back into the season. Mm-hmm. Foran might have been done by then. Um, Napa and Fitala Mariner, the ins. Napa, a recruit. Fitala Mariner was pretty good at the start of last year. The easy thing, gents, is to think the Warriors will win this easily, but I'm a little sceptical. What do you think? No, I'm, I'm, I'll start with you, Sean. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm very sceptical. Um, it wouldn't really matter what sort of Warriors team you put in front of me. Round one, mm. when they're in a $1.50 mark, I couldn't back it with Sugar's money. Mm. Um, doubled with the fact that Isaac Luke's out. They've got a, an unknown halves pairing. It looks like Blake Green's going to have a lot of responsibility here, which I don't, uh, I don't love. I think he's a great... Um, offsided to someone um, in your team, but if he's taken the reins himself, I'm not too sure. You know more about um, Kieran, Kieran than, than, than I do, and I know you're a big fan. Um, yeah, Lachlan Burst starting lock. I don't know. I think I think the Bulldogs are a bit of a false favourite for the Wooden Spoon. Mm. Um, I think that might surprise a few people. So I can only and any team with um, Blake Ashford on the bench, I possibly. <laughs> can't bet on so <laughs> for that for wow. that for that reason um and probably that reason alone i'm going to take the bulldogs with a start wow uh i'm with the bulldogs too and their record uh is terrific against the warriors if there's one team they love playing it is the warriors i think they've won seven of their last nine or something like that did you say that Dan? yeah i didn't but i can if yeah. you want me to can you say yes. that? Uh, <laughs> uh, i've got the stats here and many of those in new zealand too dan can you say that as well uh the Dogs beat New Zealand Warriors last year. I remember this. I called this 27-26 right at the end of the season. So the Warriors were flying. And, yes. the, and the Bulldogs, I think that was a Lockie Lewis-inspired victory. Funnily enough, Joel, Canterbury have won seven of their last nine <laughs> against the Warriors. Um, they've lost in round one, though, five of the last six years. Uh, the Warriors, the last, time, the last time they went back-to-back finals, 2010-2011. And, okay, here, okay, you'll love this. Trivia time. Yeah, yeah. the last time the Warriors started a season without with Sean with their number seven, not Sean Johnson, was 2011. Who was the Warriors number seven in 2011? Mm. You, you got no chance of getting this, but <laughs> when I say the name, you're going to go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. James Maloney. No, incorrect. Put us out of the misery. What is it? Brett Seymour. Oh wow! Yeah, there, huh? Yeah, Brett Seymour. Wow. Um, Third year under Steve Kearney. Oh, this is it. Is this the type... Well, I'll tell you. It's the type of game I won't be putting money on, uh, which is odd to say on a gambling podcast. But um, 
I've got the Warriors minus four, but with absolutely no confidence. Because the one thing about the Dogs last year, yes, they struggled to score points, but they're pretty honest. Yeah. Mm. I'm on the Dogs. I'm I'm with Sean. I'm on the Dogs with the start. Just that little bit of a try and extra. I will say this, though. I'm keen on the Warriors. I'm not concerned about Johnson not being there. This Adam Kieran is a dead set first grader. Mm. And... I know you've given him a bit of a haircut. What did you bring Kieran in for a top point scorer? Only a only a small haircut. What was he? Uh, was he 80, 80 to 1? 126, wasn't he? No, I think he was 81. 80, 80 81 with us. It might have been some Righto. competitors asleep at the wheel. And what have you got him now? 25 to 1. Still, oh, mate. Dan, mate. throw a you tenner know, on that. You know, you know something, Joel? I'm <laughs> filthy with the sports bet people. Because every... And I think this bloke has inspired it. Every time I put a bet on now, I've got to go through the bet processing. Brett pro- they ha- they check my bet. Is he watching you? He's bloody watching me. That's because we, we respect you so much, Dad. I've, I've, I've told you this what before. You, you, th- you think I get inside information? <laughs> I'm trying to put 20 bucks on Luke Keery to win the Dally M. I've got to wait five minutes for the bet to process. Can I tell you about this, Kieran? So if you think about the smart minds who have identified him. So Phil Gould rarely, rarely signs a junior outside of Penrith. Mm. He picked up Adam Kieran from Canterbury. Arguably the greatest talent scout we've ever seen is Peter O'Sullivan. He snared Adam Kieran from the Panthers to the Warriors, right? They let Sean Johnson go on their terms. They know what they have, the Warriors. This kid can play. Have something on him to be the top point scorer. He was top point scorer last year in the ISP, now the Canterbury Cup. He can play. It's a big big thing when... You not only say to Sean Johnson, we're not going to re-sign you, he comes to a year early and says, I want to go, and they go, okay, off you go. We're sweet. Off you go. What an insult. Yep. What an <laughs> insult. Uh, let's go to this. Ah, this is a good game. I'm, I'm going to go to the are you going? Are you working on Saturday night, Joel? I'm going to this yeah, game I'm, for having a beer. Yeah, I might, I might join you. Yeah, you did want you to come say, along, Sean? Did you say good game? I think it's competitive. Are we talking about the same game? Mate, it's going to be full at light. See, just I just don't judge a game on the betting, uh, Sean. I judge it on atmosphere. It's 5.30 at Leichhardt. The sun's going to be going down. Beer Actually, it does, in sound, hand. does sound pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Tigers are unbeatable. Oh, don't say stupid. They are unbeatable. Don't say Holy stupid. Shit. I won't be tipping them at $1.65. <laughs> they are unbeatable. Look, you're not going to tip them at $1.65, but they're unbeatable. No, but I just wouldn't give, I wouldn't give a tip that's $1.65. Okay. But but they will win this game. There is no oh, there is no question in my mind that they win this game. Dollar sixty five, manly two twenty. The line is two and a half. So if you want the Tigers, you've got to give away two and a half. Before we get to all the geez, manly do look thin. Before we get to the team changes um, and so forth, uh, Tigers manly have won once at Leichhardt in their last seven outings. Uh, manly, Brendan Elliott's your fullback. Uh, Ruben mm. Garrick, what do we know about him? He's the winger for Manly. He- I know a lot about Ruben Garrick. Okay, so I've watched his kid come through the ranks, and he's one of those guys who parades beautifully in the mounting yard. He looks the part, great up and comer. He's made every rep team along the way. But when you watch him, like I've, I've seen him play games where he's had two hit ups and zero tackles. Like he, he's a kid who's so gifted. And unless Hasler's unlocked it, Uh-oh. you just need to rip in. So He's Bevan French is what you're saying. No, I just think that he's a kid who's dominated his whole life. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope he has a stormer of a game because you want debutants to go so well. But it just hasn't arrived every time I've watched it. Uh, Sean, can we... 
Wingers, you need big workload. Oh, yeah, they do. Yes, you do. I want the name of this podcast to be called I Know Ruben Garrick. <laughs> uh, Kane, now, Kane LG got the number six role. I'm surprised. I thought they might have gone with Hodkinson. Um, but uh, oh, yeah. Curtis Surinan's back. Arpi Korosau's back. They missed the end of last year. Toa Fafoa Sipley is number 17. I only bring his name up because he is officially the heaviest man in the NRL. 135 kilos. Is that right? By the way, now, Joel, as a former player, when you, uh, you we, we get the media guides mm. here and it's got the height and weight, did, did, were they ever t- measured properly by clubs or are they guessed? No, I always added two centimetres on the height. Always. 175 <laughs> centimetres I was in the, the guide. I bring it up because every year I go through these and I change them on my computer and players' weights change. That makes sense. But their bloody heights go... Dale Finucane last year was 188 centimetres. Now he's 184. <laughs> he's bloody Benjamin Button. <laughs> hey, you know what, Dan? Just on this. So the NRL had a stat, and I think I think 10 years ago, the halfback and the fullback were the shortest players in the competition. Mm. They're not anymore. Do you know who it is now? What, Who's the shortest player? What position is the shortest player in the comp? Mm. It was the halfback and the fullback. Hooker. 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 Yeah. 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 <clears throat> the halfbacks are huge. They're all... 180 100, centimetres yeah. down. Like, isn't Nathan Cleary sneaky big? Yeah. Like, 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 it'd be almost 100 or something, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, all right. So, you are declaring West Tigers morals. Yep. We've gone through the Manly team. Sean, um, we see the Tigers. Corey Thompson's fullback. Yeah. Yeah, they might it. Uh, Paul Momorowski cracks the team. Robert Jennings is there. Then you've got Ryan Madison and Luke Garner as your new back row. Russell Packer didn't even make the starting side. He's on the bench. Alex Twall gets a crack in the starting team. Jacob Little not in the 7 Uh And the big one, obviously, Josh Reynolds. Uh, overlooked for Benji Marshall. Mm. Someone said on, uh, just going back to the Manly team, someone said on Twitter, I was reading, uh, name a worse starting fight back five um, than that, and I'll wait. And it's it's hard to uh, it's hard to disagree with, old mate, but you don't have to wait that long, because that West starting five doesn't look a whole lot better to me um morals you reckon sure yeah absolute morals <laughs> wow. absolute morals well you've got bigger kahunas than i do how this, many this times game... how many times have the tigers butchered it at leichardt over the last two or three years big yeah they, they lost to the gold coast last year they got flogged canberra a couple of years before that this, I'd, I'd be um, very careful declaring. No, I'm declaring. I, I, I'll be shocked. If, if if Tigers don't win this game, they're in for a long, long season. Mate, you can't underestimate. Maguire is a serious coach, mm. a serious coach, and he does bust their ass. and maybe that's why he's got a bit of a, an expiration, so to speak. He'd done it so long at, at South Sydney. They are winning this game. Don't worry about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna be tipping them at the at the at the minus, but it's yeah, like a lot of games this week, not with a, a great deal of confidence, and it wouldn't shock me at all to see man mm. grind out a shocking shocking win. <laughs> uh, I I'm actually with Joel. It would be absolutely stunning if um, that Manly team got up, but oh, the Tigers. Can you trust them? I'll give you yet. three That's... syllables, Dan. No turbo. Mm. Yeah, that's three. <laughs> that's, but what about Dez? He's mellowing in his old age. He didn't even bother putting Turbo in his 21 to play mind games yeah, for the Tigers. God, God, come on, Dez. Um, and the uh, one final point on this, there was debate, should it be Marshall, should it be Reynolds? Marshall and Brooks last year, 12 and 9, when they were together. Where? When they weren't paired as the halves, the Tigers lost all three. Um, and they got a pretty good record with 
Marshall, Brooks, Farah, and Embi as the spine. They finished the year last year five wins and three losses with that spine. So Embi um, obviously not there. Uh, Norfolk is not there. So and there we go. Joel has declared it. Let's go to the other game. Uh, North Queensland versus St. George of Lawara. This uh, uh, Now, you can't dispute this is a good game. No, Thank no you, finally. Sean. We have to wait all day Saturday to get one, but it, it'll be worth the wait. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, North Queensland, St. George of Lawara. Has he got the market wrong, Joel? $1.80 Cowboys, Dragons, $2. Just that forward pack, isn't it? It's, it's a brutal forward pack for the Cowboys. It's a yeah. good one. I want to say this. I've got the Uber <laughs> over here uh, for us to record this, and I'm in with a, a Fijian Samoan man, right? He was a Samoan who grew up in Fiji, and we're talking about... So the Samoans per capita are the most represented in the NFL, so some body types are born to do some things. And I was talking about the Fijians, and I said, should... There'd be a Fijian who wins a 100-metre sprint. He said, no, no, we can't outrun the Africans. I said, so what is the ideal prototype or, or, or uh, sport for the Fijians, you know? And he said, mate, rugby and rugby league. He said, wingers, they are just specialties. And I say that because well done, Dragons. They've, they've Round one, mm. they've gone with Michaeli Ravalawa, mm. who he's one of two debuting this week. I'm so excited about it. Uh, Mike Acevo takes on uh, Parramatta. But Ravalawa, he's on the wing. Uh, he'll be scoring a try, Dan. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, are we going to compare him to semi Rudd? Like, will that happen? Or no, is he? Because no, he, he's, he's not, not like as that. big, is he? No, no. I, I think the Parramatta, which we'll get to with Mike Acevo, is like... more like that. Yeah, okay. more like that. It's a formidable team. Uh, I'm looking at their front row or, or, or forward pack. Graham McInnes Vaughan. It's pretty good. Jacob Host gets a crack. Tarek Sims, Tyson Frizzell. Now, obviously, DeBellin's not there, but that's a pretty sturdy forward pack. And it's going to need to be because the Cowboys, Matt Scott, Jake Granville, Jordan McLean, and then Cooper Hess, Taumalolo. Josh McGuire can't even make the starting side. Interesting decision by Green. Not to put Talmalolo or Maguire into the second row and play him on the edge. So uh, he's obviously decided why their best features are playing in the middle. So mm. I'll just yeah, play them no, at like different times. When, when you've got Gavin Cooper, who's dominated you know, that left edge for a long time. Mm. Fair enough, it was outside JT, but he's a gun. Has been for a while. And then you've got Cohen Hess on, on the other edge. You, you wouldn't want to be toying with that. And I, I love Tamalolo anywhere. So just get him on the field and give him the ball and he'll do the rest, whether it's middle you know, left or right, doesn't matter. What, um, go I was, ahead. I was going to say, what do we think, gents, of the Cowboys' back line? Kahu at fullback. McDonald, good. Then Javid Bowen on the wing. O'Neill and Opacek in the centres. And then the halves of Martin and Morgan. No, I don't like it, in short. Um, I'm still I'm still going to be tipping the, the Cowboys here. And it's really, you know, I'm big on... You know, home field advantage, and I'm I'm just going to be tipping him for that reason. I don't love the back line, but the forward pack um, is going to get me over the line. Yeah, I'm Dragons, Dan. I, I just, yeah. uh, if you add up the tries for Widdop Hunt, Norman last year, it's pretty compelling, so I'll stay with him. They've got Dufty on the, on the jersey 15 again. How, mm. what, where does he go? I'm, I've been trying to work out what they do if he comes on the field. Does, does Hunt does Hunt play a bit of nine with McInnes having a spell? That, that's, what I, that's what I landed at. Um, and Widdop goes to the hearts. Yeah, it's a it's a strange one. I understand, Joel, why they've gone with Ravalawa over Lomax on the wing because Lomax made a few boo-boos in the charity shield. Yeah, but Lomax is also a centre, Dan. And the, thank you. I don't understand how Lomax isn't where Lafay is. Hmm. Lafay has had a lot of chances. Yeah. 
Um, Aiken takes care of himself. But that, that I, I don't know, I just thought we call a lot of footy a lot of dragons mm. and often we talk about Laffine defensive lapses and um, yeah. no, limitations. So there we go. Uh, all right, so St. George Illawarra for me too. The Cowboys last year, well, they were dreadful everywhere, but they weren't particularly menacing at home. Yeah, it's their last year in that stadium, and then they moved to the new one. Oh, so there you right. go. Uh, right, we move to the Sunday games. Penrith, Parramatta. And the weather's not going to be too bad, I'm told. It might rain, in fact, but it won't be stifling 40-degree a Sydney, you know, late summer's day. Um, boy, Penrith will look good. We'll get to them in a second. That uh, formidable lineup. Parramatta, your man Mike Acebo <laughs> uh, and Blake Ferguson are on the wing. So there's a powerful oh, combination. Yeah. Dylan Brown, Mitchell Moses, the halves. Um, and then uh, Sean Lane into the second row with Nathan Brown. He missed the end of last year. The rest is pretty uh, familiar. Tepai Moreau is going to play front row. That's interesting. Penrith, well, Cleary Maloney. Uh, then what a back line. Edwards, Mansell, Farray, Blake, Watenis, Lesniak, and a pretty damn good forward pack as well. Dollar, uh, $1.52 Penrith, Parramatta $2.50. I'll let uh, Joel kick off here because I think he might have a <laughs> bit of a view in this game. Oh, I've got a view, all right. Uh, could win the game here, Parramatta, Dan. And I'm standing up for this because you know what? We're about to do the mountain. We're about to do the foot of the mountain. The bet of the round, gentlemen. Did you bring your highlighters? I'm ex- have you got a highlighter or just a pen? I've got just a pen. Well, you may have needed a highlighter because you circled this. Your hi- <laughs> Mike Acevo to score at any stage of this match, right? I'll give you this. Pro punters, they like price, don't they, Sean? It's they all do. about price. Mike Acevo, Dan, $2 to score at any stage of the game. That's a flip of the coin, ladies and gentlemen, a flip of the coin, which means half the time he should score and half the time he shouldn't. How do you put up a flip of the coin chance about a kid who scored 85 tries in the last three years, Dan. Joel, you're scaring me. He's a debutant. <laughs> the energy of me, a debutant. He's an energy of a debutant. He plays on the left. We can all pass that way. It's Most tries w- are on the left. But it's on the wooden spoon it, team. That doesn't matter, Dan. He's ready to go. <laughs> and he's playing his old club. Oh, Perfect my. recipe. Mike Acevo <laughs> in the corner. Try, you can't believe it. Flip of the coin. Are you calling Gamble this game responsibly? On radio? Are you calling this game? No. Thank God. Thank <laughs> Do God. the mountain, ladies and you gentlemen. Would be the Sevo like, mountain. You, if you were calling this game and he scored, you'd be like the dad from South Park. Uh, he will not. not <laughs> everyone knows that move. Yeah, we know the one. Yeah. My God. Two dollars, Shawnee. Now I'm going to some kind of promotion. No, no, that's no promotion. I'm, like now I'm just going to put the lid back on. Can the you put up a market after. of him not to score? He's playing the old <laughs> should do that, hey, yeah. I just want to. Ha- you should actually have yeah, that. Okay, no, we'll do that. Have markets we'll on do. players not to score. What if he destroys them? The Panthers fans who have had him for three years. To be what if? You're not with him. Oh, well, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not with <laughs> you. Okay. I just don't do what if. Name and this is any grade. Name the last player you know of in the history of rugby league who scored 85 tries in the last three seasons. That's a good question. Okay, why why is it taking him so long? Serious question. Can he tackle? Yes. Oh, can he tackle? Mate, ISP Grand Final 2017. Joe Manu breaks through on the right edge. Winger comes from the other side of the field to save, at that stage, the match. Who was it? Micah Sebo. Oh, Jesus, you are. This is... He can play. He this can play. This is frightening. <laughs> okay, I believe you, Joel. I believe you. He may well be able to play, and this is uh, my little view of the of the round. Um, he might be able to play, but he's playing in what I think is the worst team in the comp this year. Um, Puncher that time. Now, that's, now that's, just, that's just my view. Um, 
and you can agree or disagree as you will, but Penrith here look very, very well balanced. And this Parramatta team. You think this Parramatta team is worse than the Manly team? That's a pretty uh, no, horrific no. If, if you put Turbo back in okay, that team, then okay. yeah. So on fair enough. On full strength, I mean, how could you possibly back this side? I I couldn't. So put me down for Penrith minus four and a half. Very thin start, four and a half for me. I'm I'm interested after the soliloquy we just received from Joel. <laughs> I mean, if Mike Asivo is going to score one try, that's four points Parramatta already have, and I think Joel thinks he's going to get more than one. Who yeah, he'll get one. He'll, Oh, of course, I'm Parramatta four and a half. They can win the game. <laughs> oh, you are kidding. They can win the game. Oh, you are. Okay, can we have a p- private bet on that? Yeah, the four and a half. No, I'm not giving you four and a half. Take his money, not oh. mine. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet you see those scores. Yeah, you've sold me. That that was an Anthony Robbins type speech. I'm a bit. I'm, con- right. I'm convinced he will score. Do the mountain. Um, the can we also put the mountain? Can we also put up a market? Uh, will Jack Hetherington be put on report by half time of this game? <laughs> that- He's a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not betting in that one. <laughs> and you'll never hear me say a bad word about him on this. So just for, for fear of meeting him one day in the pub somewhere. No, no, don't players love playing with lunatics? Oh, yeah. No, like that's a, yeah, I, yeah. I reckon his teammates would love him. I don't know him from a bar or so, but I reckon his teammates would love oh, him. I, um, but no kick out for Penrith in that game as well. And Jim. no Peachy from last year. Very gettable game, Dan. Okay, okay, all right. Uh, Penrith minus four and a half there. Uh, we go to, ah, the final game. Is it just murder? These teams always seem to play in the first round. Gold Coast yeah. and Canberra. Uh, it is, I don't want to say a good matchup because Sean will bite my head off, but it's a close matchup. $1.85, $1.95. So the Coast slight favourites. Minus one and a half is the start. Okay, can I do the big jolt? Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Do you want the shirt? The over-under is 44 and a half. Let me read you some of the scores here the last time... <laughs> These two teams are played. Canberra, 32-18. Gold Coast, 30-28. That's 58 points. Canberra, 40-16. That's 58. Canberra, 30-22. That's 52. I'm declaring my Jimmy the Greek lock of the week. Where's my camera? Over. Gold Coast, (laughs) Canberra, because neither team can defend and both teams will be throwing the ball around. Can we get a Mike Acevo over double? Yes. Yeah, we can. We can. And we'll put that for the end of season trip. Shawnee. No, got- I'm gonna I'm gonna temper it um, oh. once again. No, but I oh, know call me boring, right. but I'm right. this is this the is this is, this is the role I play here. I'm the level headed one. I try and just gotta ground you both. Come on, Grinch, what do you got? Well, it's not so much Grinchy. I just don't I've I've been pretty scathing in my um, re, you know, recent reviews or previews about this camera team. And on the flip side I've been a little bit bullish about the Titans. Um not so much in this game. I'm not going to declare the Titans by any stretch of the imagination because it does feel like very much a bit of a trap game. But I'll go back to it. Whiten and Caesar in the halves. Um, Char- is it Chance? Eh? Chance. 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 Nickel clocks out at, at, at the back. Don't love it. Um, there's a lot not to like about the camera team. I'm just going to lean towards the Titans. Okay. This team now has Tyrone Peachy and Brian Kelly in the centres. Tyrone Roberts and Ash Taylor as the halves. When Taylor and Roberts have been paired together, they're 12 and 11. And I think Taylor's record with all other halves is about 25%. There's something about the steady hand of Tyrone Roberts that mm. suits Ashley Taylor. Shannon Boyd uh, is in this uh, team. So he adds a bit of size. Um, 
we're hearing all these raps on Bryce Cartwright. I'm, I'm of the school. I wait. Let's wait till we see it before yep. we get too excited. Yeah, so am I. The Canberra team now. There's raps on this bloke, John Bateman. But uh, he is uh, just a workhorse. And... Are we all standing up now? Am I? <laughs> if you like. Um, I think we've got to get out of here soon. That's why we're standing here. Yeah, so Caesar and Papal. No, yeah. Whiten and Caesar are the halves. Bailey Simonson. Uh, he gets his wonderful view for play super coach because he's cheap. He goes onto the wing. Can, uh, Gold Coast for me, uh, Joel, but I, 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 I think have a disproportionate view of how good the Titans might be this year. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm not in love with the Titans like everyone else. They pushed the Broncos. I think it was 26-22. But if you watch that trial, oh. it was all errors from the Broncos, oh. and they were gift, gift tries. What are you doing and taking interest in trial no, games? I know that, no, I know that, Dan, but sometimes history leaves clues. Now, I will say this. They were pretty ordinary on the right edge, and I say that for a reason. I was one who was panning, and sometimes you've got to admit you're wrong, and I think I might be wrong about Jack White not making it as a six. I saw him in the trials. He plays on the left, and he gives great service eventually and ultimately to Nick Kotrick, who's on that wing. Yes, Nick Kotrick scores in this match. You say it's an overs game. I think Kotrick scores one of those tries on the weak right edge of the Titans, mm. the strength of the left, which is the Canberra Raiders. So Kotrick to score at any stage of the game. These players love Ricky Stewart. Uh, we start the season with Hodgson. That's most important. No Rapana hang hurts on, me. Hang on, you've just tossed that up. Do they love Yes, Ricky? they do. Okay, they I'm not do. disputing it. No, they do. No, I, I certain they do. Yeah, no, I have heard secondhand that... The, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mate, they love him. They absolutely love him. They don't win. But they love him anyway, right? And I'm telling you this. I love him, but the bloke, the, the team hasn't won. They've won, made one finals in five years. Dan, all I can do is give you a tip, and I'm taking... The Raiders plus one and a half, okay. and I'm declaring Kotrick will score in that left corner, okay. possibly off the pass of Jack White and cut out ball. Okay, well, they don't pay for the extra detail no. you put on, but if you get Kotrick over, that's a nice, very nice tip. You're taking Gold Coast? I'm with the Titans, Just. Yeah, me yeah. too. Now, uh, did we give our tips for Tigers Manly? We may have, and I just forgot to write them down. Have, have a wild guess who I was tipping well, in Well, you're, you're all over the Tigers. Uh, and yeah, I'm with him, but not with the... Same amount of unbelievable confidence as Joel. All right, that who's was... the one player last year who comfortably made the most errors, Dan? Do you know that? Oh, I should know this. Um, uh... I don't buy the shares in this player like the rest of the world does. Should have played Origin, all this stuff. Ashley Taylor. Yeah. He, he needs a big season for mine. He does. He does. So give me the Raiders plus one and a half. Okay, all the right. The England Raiders. Now, yes. Yeah. I like that they've gone that way. So do I. They've realised, you know what? People in Australia don't want to come to Canberra. So let's go and plunder England because the weather's the same. So, Dan, if I was in sponsorship and marketing at Canberra, I'd be real clever. I'd be on a plane to England. Yeah, why don't they? Be? They should take get two English, trial games a year. But have a major sponsor from England That's and a the good coverage idea. they could get out here. That's a good idea. Maybe they should do a, uh, go to the NRL and say, we want to do an uh, individual television deal. Didn't, someone, didn't Melbourne Storm have games uh, on in China? Yeah. But even the Super League, the Super League could sponsor oh, the yes. Canberra Raiders with so many representatives. Honestly, why aren't the Raiders going to England every year in February and playing two or three trials against Super League That's teams? Right. They'd go nuts for it over there. 100%. Okay. Uh, we're always thinking here. Now, we've, we've, we've done away with the confidence bets, but we do have our – what do we decide to on? Our 100 bucks, $100, $100 bucks a week, your best bet. Okay. can be whatever you want. You go first, Shawnee boy. Penrith, minus four and a half. <laughs> I just want to go head-to-head with Shook. Ah! 
So hang on, Penrith. It's really, it's really minus eight and a half, isn't it? <laughs> my man Sivo's scoring, Dan. Okay. That's my best bet. Best bet of the month. Sivo to score at $2. And I was going to take a multi, but I'll just go the over. I'll just get it in front early. Gold Coast, Canberra. I can hear the WhatsApp messages pinging as Sivo dives in the corner. I hope you're right. Oh, no, be, no, no. My, my WhatsApp will be going on mute for the weekend, <laughs> just in case. You know, I'm a big fan of Australia, but if he scores, oh, I can't. Uh, I'm dreading Monday morning walking to work. Hey, cheeky chance for a uh, top try scorer too, if oh, you don't mind. Now you're talking, what silly. Price? Now you're talking. 50s. You tell me. 51. <laughs> it was 150 and he's cut it to 50s. All right. Have we done everything? Yeah, we're done. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy your uh, opening round. And as always... Yeah, we're responsible for that.